Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, The Three Muslims. We are joined here with a very special guest, a new recent revert to Islam, although he looks like he's been Muslim all his life, mashallah. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam, brothers. Good to be right. here. Alhamdulillah. Bro, so what you see right now is, is your Muslim name, right? But your real name is Dalton. Yes, my, my name is uh, Dalton Kazimoto. But uh, this is my name uh, that I chose for my Muslim. Mashallah. So, do you want what, us to refer to you as Dalton or Uthman? Sorry? Do you want us to refer to you as Dalton or Uthman? Whichever works for you guys. Whichever works for you. I don't know Uthman. That works for me. So what does it mean, Uthman al-Barak? Well, so I actually read, like I was reading the uh, Quran and I read that uh, one of the prophets cousin Uthman and I kind of liked his story a little bit, man. And al-Baraka means a blessed one. So Mashallah. I feel blessed. So, you know, that's all Mashallah. I have. Bro, without Yo, further ado. Let me, let me get out the chat. Let me change my uh, name to the Arabic name that I got. <laughs> <laughs> this man all right so in the meantime while he comes back in the intermission i want you to quickly start your revert story tell us everything bro tell us about how you grew up where you are um what you followed growing up by your family and how long you've been muslim bro go into it all all right bismillah bismillah um so just recently not too long ago um i actually just you know reverted to islam um, I believe this was about uh, right after my birthday. So my birthday was September 10. And uh, about uh, three days later, um, I was like, you know, I think I think this is a move to, uh, to uh, you know, convert. I had been thinking about this for a long time because prior to this, um, in my country, you know, there's like a good percentage of uh, Muslims. So it's about like a 50, 50 percentage. I'm from Tanzania originally. And, uh, you know, I've kind of grown up seeing like the Muslim community over there. So it wasn't something new. And uh, it came up to me very recently, like um, around 2019, 2020, during the pandemic, um, where I've actually had the time to, you know, really get into, you know, Islam and, you know, read about it and, and kind of, Obviously, I'm still in the learning stages, so I don't, I'm not really, you know, I can't say, oh, you know, I know this, but for me, it just took time to listen to the Quran, and now I'm reading it again to uh, to say this is the truth, so it had to be done. I wanted to postpone it, actually, to uh, the end of the year, but I was like, you know, what if, what if I die, you know, mm -hmm. the next day or in a week before December, you know, I mean, it would be a shame if... Uh, you know, I didn't take that decision. So, alhamdulillah, I'm glad I'm here. Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah. So, uh, tell us how you were introduced to Islam. Uh, one of my... By the way, you, you grew up in the States. Well, okay. So, I was born in Tanzania, but mm -hmm. I moved to the United States when I was uh, about 12 years old. So, uh, yeah, you can say I grew up here. I'm about 24 right now. So, you know... You know, half and half. So I grew up twelve years, twelve years here. So both, I had both of my influence, both of my countries. Um, I'll say the way I was introduced. There's this one guy. I don't know if you guys follow MMA, uh, by the name of Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yep. Um, one of my, you know, I, I train MMA and uh, I see this guy the way he carry himself. 
you know, the way he, you know, you know, treats people, the way he conducts himself in public, you know, mashallah. And I'm like, you know, that guy is amazing. And, you know, every time when he gets interviewed, sometimes they ask him about his Islam. He's never afraid to, you know, talk about it, um, his religion. And you can tell, like, this is a big part of, part of his life. And he doesn't let all the other noise kind of affect, you know, how, you know, he should interact with people. So uh, I would say that's one of them. <laughs> he, his, his story and kind of his background allowed me to to kind of gauge the, the interest first. And then uh, the rest was just me kind of going by myself. I didn't really talk to anybody in person. I think when I started listening to the Quran, I ran to a few people, uh, a couple of friends of mine uh, who are friends of mine now that kind of enhance that experience. But I'll say uh, Habib definitely, you know, you know, be began that, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, I guess, journey. Mashallah, mashallah. Tell me a little bit about, uh, or tell the viewers about what you were telling me last night that uh, your first experience with Islam, it wasn't actually reading something, but it was something else. Mm. I think. Um, could you like refresh my memory a little bit about about you listening to a recitation for the first time? Okay, okay, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. So um, obviously, my you know, I'm always constantly like I listen to Adhan all the time. I I feel like that's like you know, Adhan recitations, I'm always constantly listening to this. You know, when I wake up, sometimes I, I listen to it. Now I've gotten to the point where, you know, I actually enjoy, you know, kind of in remembering and trying to recite it. And I'll just find myself like, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, man. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's that. Mashallah, mashallah. Yeah. All right. So, uh... bro, pause before you continue. You know what's mm. crazy? You know how, like, sometimes you look at something and then you just kind of zone out and you just kind of, but like looking at the person and then, like the background just kind of like blends. Mm -hmm. like, you're not really focused on the background, you focus on the person. Mm. But right now, as like I'm talking to you and I'm looking at you, like your hat is uh blending in with the background, and then it almost looks like a, a little face just like cropped in there. Like you know how Snapchat you can just like have like this random thing and then like crop your face in. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I'm seeing when I'm talking to the brother right now. I just had to throw that out there. That was Marshall, bro. I feel that. Bro. I feel that. <laughs> you can see the nude on his face, right? Like the the glow. Yeah, it's real, Marshall. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't use Snapchat, so I, I guess I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, well, they would have like some random little animation and then you can just like plug your little photo in there and then it'll show your face with the animation. Yeah, that's what I, that's what it looks like right now. So I just Bro, definitely, definitely don't, yeah. don't get Snapchat and definitely don't add on hell on Snapchat. Please don't, <laughs> you, bro, you, please won't, you won't be don't. getting the, the weirdest snaps, bro. <laughs> MashaAllah. Allah Mubarak, bro. But uh, that aside, bro, mm. growing up in the West, in America, America, bro, you got all these misconceptions about Islam. 
yeah, the Fox News narrative, parents sometimes, I don't want to say they're brainwashed, but they, they kind of fall into this trajectory a little bit. So right. how has your parents, your family, how have they taken it, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, obviously very recently, you know, I like, so today is what, October 7th, right? Eight. So about maybe, not just, yeah, 8th, right? So it's coming up on a week, so almost a month, so it's like three weeks right now. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really planning to, you know, tell, like, people because I knew this was very shocking. Like, my background, like, just looking at it, like, super Christian, you know what I mean? I'm talking about on my, my, my dad's side, everybody is Christian there. My mom's side, everybody is Christian there. So, you know... um, I had an aunt of mine and, you know, she told me that, you know, in your journey, this is going to be something shocking. So um, you, you kind of just keep it low right now. Just keep doing you get, get, get to know the Dean. And, and that was kind of my approach. However, you know, how, how long can you go like that? You know what I mean? So eventually, you know, I was here at my house and uh, you know, my, sorry, my, my mom's house, excuse me. And, uh, <laughs> You know, she she eventually saw me, you know, doing prayers, doing uh, it's a lot. She saw my, uh, um, we call it the, the prayer mat, um, Salah. We call that in Salah and Swahili. I don't know if, how you call it in, in uh, English. But uh, she saw she saw me, uh, you know, doing that. And uh, this really outraged her a lot, man. It really, like, it was like she was fired up man and not fired up in a good way of course no way she uh definitely saw me like she had came back from uh you know from uh a trip and then she she you know she saw me she well she saw the mat and i was trying to rush my way to go grab the mat so she couldn't see the mat right but she had already seen it so she came uh, i came there and uh and so she asked me so you know are you muslim i was like Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> like, man, I love it. I know, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It was um, you know, I, I had to I had to say, man, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I am. And uh I could see, you know, she was very hurt by this decision. And uh she said, you know, you didn't think it through. You didn't, you know, she said a lot of things, man. And at that point, man, I, I really couldn't you know, get to her, you know how, you know, women tend to be a lot emotional. Mm. And uh, like, she was so filled up with emotion. It, it wasn't like anything I said wouldn't register. Mm. You know what I mean? So in my, in my head at that time, I was just like, you know, I was, I was very calm. I'm usually a very calm guy. I don't like overreact to anything, you know, like even if it's like a lot of noise, I'm kind of just like, you know, some people may say I may have a, I smile a lot, but I may have like a poker face sometimes when I'm, you know, listening to somebody, right? And uh, like slight smile. And uh, so she, you know, she she took that as maybe like, oh, I'm, it's everything she I'm, she's saying to me is not getting through. And uh, yeah, she's like, you know, like what's your family gonna think? You know, and my, my grandmother is really, really religious Catholic. Like she's always praying. You know, God bless her heart, man. She's 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 a great woman for sure. She's a, you know, ex- in Christianity, like for the people who are in Christianity, that would be like like an example. 
But uh, she's like, what if I tell your grandma this? Like, this might kill her. You know, she she said like a lot of egregious things, man. Like, I know, like, you know, subhanAllah, you know, God, please make this easy for me at that point. You know what I mean? So um, I didn't say much. I just said a few words, man. I was like, you know, it's not really, it was my free will and nobody really influenced me. And this was kind of my decision. And uh, yeah, that's all I said. And, and you know, she kind of went upon her way and uh, she messaged me like a, um, a couple days later and she was like, we have to talk, you know, we have to speak. And I was like, sure, you know, why not? And uh, actually, funny enough, I just spoke to her. What was it? So today's, uh, today's Friday. I spoke to her on uh, yesterday, right? Thursday after work. Uh, so I knew it was, it was about to be, you know, it was about to, it was about to get fired up. I knew something was coming, but I didn't know it was going to be to the extent where, you know, she's going to give me like an ultimatum, you know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't see that coming, uh, subhanAllah. But, uh, you know, I talked to her, um, and, uh, you know, she kind of, this time she was even more and more, more emotional, like, hmm. like, Oh my God, Dalton! You don't even care about me. This is like you don't even care how this is gonna affect me and this, you know, a, a lot. And I and, and I listened to her, man. She went on a barrage for like 15, 20 minutes, man. And I was completely engaged, man. I was just, I was listening, you know. She was saying like, now you put me in danger, you know. Now, you know, I, I got a a call recently that, you know, they asked her to resubmit some documents. Uh, at work and she's like I don't know maybe you know and I'm, I'm right now I'm taking some classes on uh, American national security right so she's like well with that route you know they're definitely not gonna you know you being a Muslim you know that's gonna be like a red flag she said a lot of things brother a lot a lot of things man and uh, you know like I said man I'm not really an overreactive guy man so I kind of heard her out man it's like with that route you know you would be radicalize this and that man and you know i know myself man i i know who i am brother i just know the kind of person i am man and islam is kind of just a way for me to be a better version and and do good deeds man and try to please allah that's my sole goal man i had to change my mindset from trying to do my own thing to really try and please god so i know in my heart man this is going to pay off long term. I do not really care about, you know, the life in necessarily here in the world because that's as in the Quran, it's fleeting, man. They always say that it's about the hereafter. And so I know like this was expected to come, but I didn't know it was going to get to the point where she told me like, well, you can't, you know, you can't practice Islam under my roof basically what she told me and she was like you know um yeah you can't you know she was getting annoyed because i was doing a lot like after after i finished that conversation right i went outside to do my astral prayer right and uh <laughs> you know i finished my astral prayer and uh she actually had came downstairs and uh she saw me and uh she was like after what we talked you know you still you still, you know, you still doing this. And I was like, mom, like, 
I have to do my daily prayers. This is obligatory. Like this has to be done. And uh, she's like, but that's, you know, disrespectful, this and that. And I was like, mom, even in the Quran, it says, you have to be kind and respectful to your parents, which I'm being, I'm being very kind and respectful, not trying to disrespect you at all. Uh, but it says, it also says right after, unless they're trying to turn up, turn you away from serving God, turn you away from Islam. And by you telling me that I cannot do my daily prayers, that's kind of what you're doing right now. And, you know, she started making comparisons, you know, against non-practicing Muslims. She's like, even the Muslims I, I reached out to about this, you know, they they don't pray five times a day. And I'm like, can I at least speak to those guys that you're speaking to? Because in the Quran, it clearly says this is part of the, uh, there's the recommended prayers and there's, you know, the obligate, mm -hmm. obligatory prayers, which is five times a day. This has to be done. So just because they're not doing it does not necessarily mean it's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And she just didn't understand that. And, you know, um, May Allah have mercy on her, um, you know, because I I, I, I I still love and care for her a lot, man. And I've been spending a lot of time really praying for her. And because uh, I know it's just ignorance at this point, you know, it's, it's she just doesn't understand their religion. So um, hmm. may Allah make it easy for her. And I think in, in, inshallah, if it's in God's will, um, you know, she'll open her eyes to the truth one day and, and you know, she'll know what's up, man, inshallah. Yeah, Inshallah, bro. That's yeah. tough, man. But it's it's really just emotional, like you said, and it's it's ignorance, and yeah. it's 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 misunderstanding, bro. Because mm. like, wallah, when I became Muslim and I told my mom, I remember I was in the car, bro, mm. and we were driving to a uh, supermarket, and I was like, hey, mom, I'm Muslim, mm. bro. <laughs> she slammed the brakes on the car, and then she was like. What? And bro, she started popping off saying the most ridiculous things, bro. Saying like, oh, like how can you do this? You're gonna be labeled a terrorist. Like, don't don't tell anyone that you're Muslim because then you're just gonna be you're gonna be on the hit list or whatever it was. And she's like, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm like, listen, all the things that you're saying right now, it's all misunderstandings. You have to, if you want to know the truth, I can tell you. Or I could show you. And to this day, she hasn't really asked me about it or she hasn't asked to see it. It's like she just kind of let me be. But it's, um, women are emotional, bro, in that sense. Hmm. Bro, yeah. when you said that your mom isn't going to let you practice Islam on the roof, what does that even mean, bro? Well, I do. I just, I just can't, like, I have to be, you know, she said, she literally told me like yesterday, like, you you wanna you wanna you wanna do that? Go to that guy who 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 converted you and practice at their house. So she told me, you know what I mean. So, and uh, you know, so she basically I can't, you know, anywhere around this place. I just can't. She can't see me. Um, I just wanna right? know what the big deal is. Like, what's what's so ground shattering? that she she can't have you practice Islam, that she can't have you submit to God, that she can't have you pray 
under her roof? Like, what what's what's really the the main reason you like? What's going on? Like, what if I was you, I'd try to find like that that root cause as to like why she's acting in this way. Well, brother, I, I think I know I know what it is, man. Like, and uh, I'll just be real with you, man. In the past. I definitely, you know, put my mom through some stuff, man. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I mean, so in the past, I was kind of, and just recently, starting like 2020, man, when I actually began this uh, spiritual journey, man, and eventually made this decision to to come to Islam, man, I put my mom through some ups and downs, man. And, you know, and at points when I used to even not even talk to her brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so she may have some, you know, trauma based on that, man, because I was going through some stuff on my own and I was kind of putting in on her. But I've changed ever since. So she feels like she even sometimes when she talks, she's like, you know, Dalton, you you always go against me. You know what I mean? So she kind of has a previous trauma in the past. So she's connecting this to the past, although I've been pretty much more conscious about everything that I do, you know, now and kind of to be a better man. I'm not perfect, but I'm always, always seeking to to improve every time, man. So it was it was just like a shocking blow and it kind of just reminded her of, you know, perhaps like the way, uh, uh, you know, things I've done in the past, man. But like I said to you in the beginning, man, I made a, like when I converted to Islam, man, I literally, I'm an adult, man, right now, man. I can't sit here and and, and act and, and you know, do some of the things that I may have done in the past, may have hurt people. Because that, that's, not, that's not supporting Islam, man. In Islam, it says, you know, even your relatives, man, regardless of your relationship with them, you have to kind of maintain that peace. It tells you this. In, this, in Islam, it said... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't like the arrogant and the boastful. He says that. So I had to kind of tune my pride down. You know what I mean? And really became, if I say I'm going to be a Muslim, I have to walk the talk, man. And that was the whole me. And, you know, so just a combination of that, man, and and the kind of person I used to be, man, you know, kind of hit the nerve, man. And, you know, like, I have to show her, man, that, you know, I'm I'm really trying to be better, man. That's my goal, bro. I just want to serve Allah, bro. Dude, oh, for, for, forget forget what I want, bro. Forget yeah. forget like all this stuff that you know I did, man. I made that chance, man. I can't I can't I can't be intentionally trying to do wrong. I can't. I have self awareness now, dude. You know, like obviously I'm like self-awareness since I was young, but now, like, if you know this is an egregious thing, if you know you're hurtful to somebody by doing this, why still do it? I can't, I can't live, I can't live like that, man. So, um, you know, may Allah guide me to... to... Repeat that again? Yeah, If you don't mind. Repeat that one more time. Yeah, man, I'm just saying I just can't live. If, if If you do something that hurts someone, Mm. Why would you continue? I think that's something along the lines of what you said. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just can't. If I know something is hurtful 
and detrimental to somebody or even detrimental to myself in my relationship with Allah, then I can't consciously do it. Because mm. remember what the, what the Quran says, Allah knows what's in everyone's hearts. So, <laughs> you know, so you may say like, oh, you know, maybe try to do some sneaky stuff out here, man. But just remember, Allah knows what's in your heart. So I, I, I can't I can't really say that, you know. You know, try to do stuff that's, you know, gonna go against Allah, man. I call myself a Muslim, man. I don't want to live that life, and mm -hmm. I'm going to do my best, man. I'm going to do my best, man. With the grace of Allah, man. May Allah make it easy for you, Aki. Um, I mean, so since you since you reverted, you've been trying to hit all five daily prayers, you know. Um, yeah. we all know, guys. Anyone watching, this doesn't make you an exceptional Muslim. This just makes you a Muslim. Like this is borderline. You're not getting brownie points for this. However, at the same time. Bro, mama is always going to see you as a little boy. This is with all men, right? No matter how old you get, she was the one changing a diaper. She's the one that raised you, fed you, clothed you, you know? So to some degree, I feel like being on your own and severing this tie, not in a, you know, not saying cut your parents off and go ghost, but being alone and like really taking time to reflect, you know? Prophet some said that good company is better than no company, but uh, no company is better than bad company. You know? uh -huh. And oftentimes, it's times that we take it upon ourselves. So this being said, that this is the current state of what's going to happen. What are you going to do, bro? What's your plan coming forward? Because you definitely can't be around it now practicing Islam. Yeah, man, that's a good question, man. I, I wish I, I had like a, a, a well thought out plan about what I'm about to do in like three months, man. But, uh, you know, I've been really kind of really planned it out, man. I think right now, um, you know, alhamdulillah, I had some couple of friends uh, reach out to me regarding this. And uh, they said, hey, man, you can stay here for a week or whatever and as you as you figure something out, man. So um, I reached out also to my to my coach. I'm still waiting to hear back, my MMA coach. And uh, see, you know, for me right now, alhamdulillah, um, like I'm not in like, you know, crazy situation like i'm not there's some people who have went worse than me right so um you know i just need a place where i can you know at least you know still still work and and, and do my thing um so i think uh a few people have reached out to me and i'm gonna do that while i figure something a place to stay and and uh inshallah allah will provide inshallah allah will provide inshallah so, where are you at phoenix arizona right Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Sounds good. Guys, if any of you are watching this and you live in the Phoenix, Arizona area in America, uh, or if you know anyone there that can help him out, either a friend or just some Muslim that can, you know, he's very new into Islam or uh, give him a place to stay, just hook him up. Anyone knows anything, hit us up on Instagram at the three Muslims or our email, the three Muslims at gmail.com. Um, we got we to gotta show them what, what it's all about. Show some love in the comments, too, because uh, this is what the dean teaches us, all right? Love for your brother, what you love for yourself. Um, aside from that, bro, what is your long-term goal? Because I know short-term, it's a little turbulent, but what right, did you yeah. envision long-term? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good question, man. I like that question. Um, <clears throat> so as far as my long-term plans, man, I... Uh, right now, I currently want to, you know, do some work in, 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 you know, my country in Tanzania, specifically the, you know, the youth over there. I feel like very, 
drawn in and, and called. But at the same time, man, I'm still in this stage where I'm still constantly praying and, and seeing if this is our last plan for me. Because maybe, you know, I'm still trying to distinguish whether this is the plan for Allah for me or, you know, so I, I'm still one further confirmation here. But um, I just want to go there, man, and work with the youth over there because I feel like um, that's the spot, you know, that's my calling, man. I really like engaging with the, you know, teaching people, man. And and I feel like even now with Islam, man, I feel like that could be potentially uh, an avenue where I could, you know, you know, given as a, as a continued growing knowledge and, and, and understanding, um, eventually kind of work with the, with the, you know, young people there and, and just, my goal is just to teach them to 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 do the right thing and go to the right way, man. So whether mm -hmm. that's implementing Islam, whether that's implementing taking care of yourself, you know, instilling confidence amongst people or, you know, instilling treating people the right way amongst this youth in order for them to succeed. Uh, give, them, give them some platforms, given that I'm in the U.S. here. Um, I hear a lot of the youth over there, they always complain to me like, hey, man, it's really hard. It's really challenging. So, you know, if Allah, you know, blesses me to be in a point where I'm able to afford and, and allow them to to give me that platform to kind of help out, man. And, and I feel like that will be a definite uh, state of fulfillment for me, inshallah. At the same time, I want to serve Allah, man. So, yeah, inshallah. that's good. We were in class last night, me and Anha uh, and Rami, and we were learning uh, how dawah, it's its not something that we have a choice. You know, once you become Muslim and you, you acknowledge that this is the, the objective truth of reality, you have to share it, bro. Like the Prophet said, convey from me, even if it's one ayah. Like it, you, you don't have to become a scholar. You know what I mean? So, you know, akhlaq, leading by example and all that, we already have to do it. But active dawah, we got to do it through our actions first and foremost no matter what and uh verbally when we can um aside from that bro it's 6 a.m so i know we gotta wrap it up but i got one last question for you real quick 100%. how at peace are you now that you found the truth and you know it's the truth <laughs> bro you can see it on him bro. he doesn't even have to answer that yeah man oh my god dude um you know i i mentioned to this this to you uh the evening when i i talked to you yesterday brother but uh Despite, you know, like when I was talking to my mom, you know, God bless her heart. Um, despite her saying all these things, man, you know, she said a lot, man. And I usually, you know, I, yeah, I may cry here and there. I, I only cry when I do pray most of the time. That's when I cry, man. But, uh, you know, I actually cried like after I didn't cry in front of her, but I did cry as I left, you know what I mean? And, uh, but when she was telling me all this, man, I was like, I'm, the decision was made and I'm, I'm really content. Like, it, it didn't occur to me, like, let me change to appease her. It didn't occur to me at any point, bro. At any point, despite all the noise, bro. The noise was, and I was listening to her. It's not like I was ignoring I was listening to everything. But at any point, it did not occur to me that gotta change this man so um you know i know it's gonna be a crazy journey but i'm i'm completely at peace man and i know um you know i don't know what allah is planned for me and i'm gonna continue searching that man but i know one thing for sure 
Allah will be with me throughout this journey, man. Allah will provide. So I'm not I'm I'm not too concerned, man. You know, so a lot dude, what you what you gotta do if Allah is on your side, man. Like well, why should you worry, man? So I mean that's it, man. Alhamdulillah, man. I'm just I don't know what to say, bro. Man, I'm just happy, bro. It is bro, it you, is, ain't, you ain't gotta say nothing, bro. Yes, sir. It, bro. it shows on your <laughs> face, man. Mashallah. Mashallah. I don't know. You got anything else to say? Uh, I want to ask you about MMA, man. How long you been doing MMA? Uh, well, it's a good question, man. I haven't been doing it crazy long, man. I think uh, I started. Uh, that was a uh, February of uh, this year, twenty twenty one. I said, well, yeah, end of January, beginning of February, right? I started that, and uh, man, it's a. Uh, it's great, man. I want to actually get to a point where, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I know exactly how to defend myself. You know, obviously, we're not trying to do this to incite any violence, but yeah, self-protection here, man, in case yeah. anything happens, man. But it's fun, man. I like getting there, man, doing my jujitsu, man, yeah. doing my yeah. time. Man. It's great stuff, man. It is, you do man. that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do it as well. So, alhamdulillah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Definitely, man. How long? Bro, it, I'd say for a little, in total, all like condensed in a year, because there there were like breaks here and there, you know, yeah. things that came up, injuries. But, um, yeah, injuries. Oh, injuries are something yeah. serious. You got stretch. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, stretch. yeah, yeah. But no, in my case, I actually overstretched. I was too ambitious in my stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I was too ambitious, and then I, I pulled uh, my 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 hip flexor groin area, mm. and um, I've just been healing up since then. But enough, and you know, not to get about me, but what I wanted to say, the last thing I want to say to you is, um, I think training MMA is quite possibly like one of the best forms of ibadah outside of the obligatory things and outside of like the religious things mm. because think about this right what is one of the things that every single human has inside of them that fitra. like when uh, fitra of course but I'm, I'm referring to like let's say you're in a situation where it's a little sus mm-hmm. you know like maybe you you see this this individual this group of people instinct yeah and like something's going on it's like you want to be able to defend yourself so it's like a part of you if you don't know how to defend yourself a part of you has fear in this situation and it's like bro at the end of the day we're only supposed to fear Allah so when someone knows how to defend themselves like it takes that fear of the situation or that fear of another human being away completely because one, you know that you can defend yourself and two, you can rest easy because you know that Allah is the best sustainer and he's nothing is going to be my, by mistake here. You know, and like, of course you can say, ah, well, you can have that from the rip. That is true. But if you don't know how to defend yourself, the way that our minds work, the way that our psychology works, we're probably going to have some fear because we don't want to, you know, no one wants to be oppressed. No one wants to be in that situation and be helpless, not be able to do anything in that situation. 100%. Alhamdulillah, bro. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I, I didn't really think think of it like that, bro. But uh, now you kind of open my eyes into into you know a different shift in in mindset on how to be martial arts. And I feel like that will be definitely a even greater thing to 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 pursue. Bro, bro, may Allah accept it for me and from you, bro, because uh, that is something recently that has come to me. Because mm-hmm. before it was just like, oh, I want to I wanna fight, I want to do MMA because mm-hmm. like, I, I like doing it, it's fun. Um, but then like when you get real deep into it, like I'm sure it goes way deeper than that. But that's as much as uh, Allah has revealed to me mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, so. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah. Amazing. All right. Amazing. With that being said, if you guys made it this far, smash that like button. Hit us up for more content. And until next time, Dalton, Othman, Al Barak. It was a pleasure, man. Jazakallah khair for uh, making the time to spread your truth. Thanks, you guys, for having me here. May Allah reward you guys. Thank you. And you as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam, bro. Salute.